Hey, y'all. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On today's episode, we have an interview with the incredible singer-songwriter Chandler Stevens. Hope you guys really enjoyed. I really enjoyed talking to her. If you enjoy what you hear from her, be sure to go check her out on social media and check out all of her music. Love y'all. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, Chandler. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You out in Nashville? Yes, I am. All the snow today, huh? Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of it for sure. We can't leave our house right now, so just hanging out. (laughs) It's funny because usually when the people in Nashville, whenever it's snowing, like even like little bits, they all go outside and they're all posting on Instagram. And today it actually looks like an actual snowstorm. Yep. (laughs) And nobody, and everybody's like, oh, I don't know what to do. We can't leave. People freak out here, like when it, when it even like, like you said, barely snows. Like they freak out. They're like, "Oh my gosh, look, there's snow." I guess because it doesn't really happen much here, but, <laughs> but yeah. So, so where are you from originally? I'm from Lake Mary, Florida. It's about thirty minutes from Orlando. Um, so, hot weather. Not used to this kind of weather. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Miami, so I'm not really not used to this at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, growing up, when did you know music was what you wanted to do with your life? Well, I grew up singing in church when I was like three. I started singing in church and I always loved music. Uh, I loved singing it. I loved listening to it, but I never really saw it as a career path. Until probably I I was 18 and I went to college and I was studying psychology and I was like, this is just not cutting it. You know, I don't, this is not my passion. You know, music is my passion and I got to try because if I don't, then I'm going to regret it. So that's when I was like, it's the only thing I want to do. So when you, when you realized that, did you immediately move out to Nashville or was there something in between? There was like a three, four month period. Um, I finished my first semester of, uh, no, my second semester, actually, sorry, of college. And after that, I moved. I was like, all right, so probably like three or four months and then I moved. So when you moved out to Nashville, were you thinking you were going to go the artist route or were you strictly going to be a, a writer? I was pretty much always set on doing the artist route. Um I was very interested in songwriting. I had done it a couple times, like growing up, just writing stuff down that, um, I mean, none of it was good at all, (laughs) but I was writing stuff down, you know? Um, But for me, the artist part was like more of what I wanted to do. And then when I moved here, there's, you know, so many songwriters. And I feel like that part really um, developed more. I feel like I I probably have more love now for the songwriting part than the artist aspect of it but yeah i always wanted to do the artist thing so especially now when the the songwriting thing is really all you can do so. yeah yeah exactly yeah i know so so how long have you been out in nashville i've been here for about eight eight years maybe eight and a half years i kind of i kind of stopped counting after a certain like i think five years came and i was like all right it's basically home now. I mean, eight years, it's, you know, eight and a half years. So I just, uh, 
but I'm pretty sure it's eight, eight and a half years. So, so um, early on, you you wrote with Kane Brown, or you had a duet with Kane Brown before he became Kane Brown. What was that yeah. like? Yes, um, it was it was cool. I like him a lot. He's a, he's a really nice guy, um, and it was a cool opportunity because it was like right before he was blowing up. Um, I mean, he was blowing up on social media already, but um, so I got to write Can't Stop Love with him and it was a really cool experience. Um, I liked writing with him. I don't have any contact with him now, but <laughs> but the song's still on his playlist and everything. So that's really cool. But as but long yeah. as it's not something that they like took down, you're you're good. <laughs> They didn't, they didn't take it down, so we're good. <laughs> so early on in Nashville, did you work any side jobs or are you just in music strictly? I just did music strictly, and um, I was just going out to, like, writer's rounds and things like that, like, just really trying to get connected in the writing world, you know, and um, just trying to make those connections. I mean, this town is all connections you know just going out meeting people hi this is my name yeah i have these songs like can i play here da, 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 da. here's here's a like my little demos you know what i mean like so just did a lot of that stuff so in the beginning was it tough to find people to work with you or everyone just kind of wants to work with whoever comes up to them i feel like um for the for I feel like for the other people who had just moved here, those people are very willing to be like, yeah, let's write together. You know what I mean? Because because ev everybody that's just moving here is all they're all looking for people, you know, to write with because it's harder to get to the bigger you know people. I mean, even even now, I would say like I mean, um, also too though, like when I moved here, the community was big, but it's so much bigger now. So I feel like for people moving now, it's probably a lot easier to get in with uh, writing groups, you know. But Also, the people now, there's all the extra social media avenues that they have, too. So it kind of changes the game. It does. It's completely different. So, yeah. yeah. So um, you basically you wrote with other newbies. That helped you, like, develop your, your group, though, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like my group now is, is different. But I feel like too, like um, when I was here, when I first moved here, there's a lot of people that aren't doing it anymore. There's still a couple of people that are, but there's a lot of people that kind of were just like, nothing's happening for me. I'm just going to move back, you know, and get a job and do something else. You know, it's, that's the thing. I think it's a, it's one thing I learned when I moved here is everybody back home thinks like, oh, you move to Nashville, like you do some songs, write some songs. And it's like, oh, record deal. It's like, doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. You know, it's a lot longer process. I mean, people are here eight, 10, 12 years before like any of that happens, you know? So it's just, it's a, it's, it's definitely like a surprise, I think for people when they move here and realize it's like a lot longer process. Um, but so I get, I get it. Why people move back, and you know, I mean, it gets, it gets difficult to keep, you know, going when you feel like there's nothing happening. You know, was there a moment where you you felt that, like you were 
done there and you wanted to move back or you've avoided that? I've never felt like I wanted to move back home. Um, but I do feel, well, I guess this is my home now, but you know, back to Florida and, uh, um, but there have been times definitely where I thought like, is there something else I could, I could do, you know, I mean, but I always come back to like music is what I love and I want to do what I love, you know, and this, and I have to remind myself, you know, why I'm doing this. I'm doing it because I love music. I'm doing it because I love writing. I do it because like, it's a form of therapy for me. Like, this is what I love to do. So I'm not going to give up on that. You know, I'm not going to give up on my dream, even though sometimes it does get very difficult, you know, but. So I'm um, growing up, what artists shaped your love for music or influenced your music? I would say, um, I have a lot of different um, people in a lot of different genres, I think, that shaped me. But as far as country music goes, um, I always loved country because it was real, you know, and people wrote story songs. And I just, I loved that. Um, I would say Faith Hill, George Strait, and um, Shania Twain are three of one of my big influences. I listened to them a lot growing up and my mom loved Shania Twain, so I listened to that a lot. But. And from outside of the country, who would you say were your, your biggest influences? Um, I would say I love Adele um, and her writing. And I mean, she's just amazing. I would say I get a lot of inspiration from her, Ed Sheeran. Um, and then... I went through a really big Motown phase and started listening to like the Temptations and Shaka Khan and, um, you know, Smokey Robinson. Like I went through a big phase of that. And my dad loved that because he was just like the biggest Motown fan ever. So <laughs> there's that, but. <laughs> so um, are you someone who always writes from personal experience or you could put yourself in a hypothetical? Um, I would say I write, I definitely write songs from personal experience, but also I take from other people's personal experiences, like people that I know or people that I'm writing with, or even sometimes books and movies. I watch something and I'm, I'm like, that's a really good storyline. I got to write a song about it, you know? So just things like that. So what would you say is the strangest way you've ever come up with a, an idea for a song? Uh, hmm, that's a good one. Uh, I would say one time we were driving by a graveyard. I haven't written this song yet, but <laughs> uh, one day we were driving by a graveyard and it was around Christmas time and it like just popped in my head. I was like, I wonder how people feel that have lost somebody and it's Christmas time. Like I should really write a song about that. So I feel like it's just like things like that. Like if you I'm, I'm driving by something and it's a certain time of year, or it's a certain this, and then it's like something pops into my head and I'm like, I should write a song about that. Like a light bulb goes off. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so I want to talk about some of the music that, that you've put out there in the recent months, if that's okay with you. 
Yeah. So um, you have an EP coming up, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there a release date on that yet? Or There's not. <laughs> be determined. You've yes. released how many songs? Two or three off of there? I've released three. One was a cover. Yeah, because I was going through your Spotify and there's a couple covers, so I wasn't sure. Yes, yes. One. Boys of Summer was is the cover that's going to be on the EP. Yeah. So um, the, the originals on there that you've released so far are Bed, Bed on You and Would Have Gone Home, correct? Mm-hmm. So um, Bed on You, could you tell me the, the story behind that one, the inspiration behind that one? Yeah. I wrote that one with Kyle Reif. Um, he plays guitar for me a lot and he's a great writer. We basically wrote it about moving to Nashville because he moved to Nashville um, from Seattle and just the feeling of moving here and leaving your family and following your dreams. It takes a, it's a big step to do that. And we just wanted to kind of like capture the feeling that everybody has when they move here and they have a dream, not specific just to music. You know, I mean, it was for me, which that's why it's, you know, it says the things in the, in the verse of, you know, 600 miles from my home. Uh, but just taking that leap of faith and betting on yourself and being like, there's nothing else I want to do. I'm going to bet on me because it's honestly the best. It's going to be a hard road for sure, but it's the best decision that you can make. Would you say that that's the most personal song you've ever written? Yes, that I've released. <laughs> There's other stuff that's too personal to, to put out there. Maybe one day. <laughs> so when you told people back home that music was what you wanted to do, were they generally supportive or did they think you were you were crazy? There were some that were like, there's a million people doing that. It's a one in a million chance. You know, there were definitely people that were like that. Um but there were also people like my parents who were like, you know, if this, which is, this is what you want to do, then we're going to, we're going to support that. I mean, at first it wasn't like that. It took them like a month to come around to being like that because I mean, it is, it is a, I, I can understand like being a parent now, I can understand the concern um, because it is, it's a difficult industry, you know, it's very insecure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I can, I get it, but it's, I also get being a parent and letting your child go for their dreams. You know, I think that's the best thing you can do. Just be like, I support you. I'm 100% behind you in doing this. And even if I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> So um, the other song that you put out, the other original, is um, Would Have Gone Home. Could you tell me the story behind that one? Yes. I wrote that one with Nicole Miller. And actually, at the time, this was her personal experience that we wrote about. Um, And it's basically just about, I mean, being friends with somebody for a while and realizing that there's more to it. You both feel more, but it's scary to come out and say it. So this song is laying it all out there. Like, Hey, look, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't here hanging out with you and we both know it. So why are we wasting any time? 
<laughs> so without the benefit of playing shows, have you found a way to promote these songs? I would say social media. I mean, that's basically all I can really do right now. I mean, besides a couple writers rounds here and there, um, it's social media. If we didn't have social media, I don't know what would we, what we would be doing right now. <laughs> are you someone who dove right into social media or you were reluctant to really get into it? Social media is, I love it because of the platform and like you can reach so many people, but it's not my forte, I would say. I had to kind of come around being like, okay, I have to post all the time. I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings on social media. It does help the music industry a lot. It does help get, especially independent artists like me, you know, it helps us get our music out there, but it's also a very vulnerable thing, right? I mean, you're sharing everything on this platform that people can just come and see, you know what I mean? That's a very vulnerable feeling. I mean, I guess even as an artist, that's, you're being, you're opening yourself up to that, but um, so that part of it. And also social media is a big highlight reel, you know, and I feel like there's so much more to our lives than just what we show on social media, but it's part of it. It's the world we live in. <laughs> then on the other end, you have the people singing in their bathrooms and getting, getting record deals. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I mean, that's good for, I mean, them. good for them. That's yeah, I mean, that's amazing. If that could happen for me, I'd be like, go right on. <laughs> so, um, the sound of your EP, how would you how would you describe your sound? Uh, it, there's a lot of steel. Um, I was very. Uh, very adamant about using steel and just having more of a like a country feel to the songs because of you know George Strait, Faith Hill that I mean but with, with still being relevant you know still people wanting to listen to it um so I would say the sound is more toward early Casey Musgraves um same trailer different park type of sound that's, that's a good sound yeah <laughs> so um did you have a hand in the production too or just the idea no just the idea i put my ideas in dan uh frizzle put, uh he did everything else he i mean he's amazing he like ran with every idea he had his own ideas i mean it was i loved working with him on this project so is the plan to release more singles up until the EP or just the last three are going to come out at once? Uh, yes, there are more singles coming. Um, I'm still in the process of trying to figure out which ones. And then I think, I don't know if I'm going to release them all as singles and then like wrap them up in a bow as an EP afterwards yet, or if I'm going to, release a couple and then the last two just be like here's the ep we'll see <laughs> but you you haven't narrowed down what you want on there yet i know what i want on the ep i have all the songs i just don't know 
how to release them. Like if I should do them all as singles or if some of them should be on an EP without being singles, which ended up, will end up probably being singles after I release the EP. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the singles, at least it gives each song like a little time to breathe before the next one. Comes out, so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Really nice talking to you. Yeah. It was really nice talking to you too. Thank, thank you. you so much. Have yeah. A good day. Enjoy <laughs> the too. snow. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard from Chandler, be sure to go check out her music as well as follow her on all social media platforms. She was really a pleasure to speak with. And um, if you liked what you heard from me, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Worlds of Country to subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. If you feel so inclined, leave a five-star review, a comment, whatever you want. Thank you guys so, so much. I'll speak with you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye.